You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Following. This is episode 11 from season 2, aptly called Freedom, as the Soup Dragons just repeated. Yes, Freedom! Don't be afraid of your freedom. It's my favorite song. (laughs) <laughs> we had a really long conversation about what song to choose, and yes. and Braswell, Joe Braswell, who I'm joined with, the the fabulous Joe Braswell, wanted uh, Bieber, I believe, right? You wanted, no, I wanted, I wanted George Michael. Freedom. Oh, okay, all right. Listen without prejudice, because I'm not prejudiced. <laughs> what makes like me you. that makes me prejudiced that no, I wanted no. the Soup Dragons, a nice indie uh, UK band. The, the Soup Dragons are lovely. Yeah, especially since the Joe Carroll's from the UK. Okay, well, not Joe. Okay. Yeah, uh, at least James Purfoy is. Yeah, and also joining me. Alongside, in between Mr. Braswell and myself, is Julia Carroll, everybody. Hi, everybody. Missed you last week. Yes. And we are missing uh, Joe Sanfilippo, who I believe is home with, uh, what, a bunch of kids? He was was in Vegas. He's he's been working hard. No, he's, come on, let's be honest. He's home home. with the kids. He's home with the kids. He's being a family man, which is code word for getting drunk and everything at home. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's what you're trying to say? You know, I like, we we can throw Flippo under the bus. Uh, But uh, I, I, I prefer to say that he was in Vegas for three days debauching and partying, and he's too tired to come in. Okay. That, Fair enough. Fair enough. I just called because I was in Denver and I got called out. I was working and he Joe Flippo. If you me miss a show day. here, you will be called out for drinking. Yes, because we're sober when we're on the air, mostly. Right. Yes. Fair Flippo, enough. Flippo was drunk. Got it. Flippo. <laughs> <laughs> he's Flippo's drunk. drunk. He doesn't uh, drink. Okay. Flippo doesn't drink, but it's funny. Uh, it's, drunk. it's funny to make fun of him for it's it. It's funny. He, he acts like he's drunk. It's funny to us. Yes, it's funny to us. Anyway, let's get going with the show. First of all, let's get some impressions. What do you guys think of this episode? There's a lot in there. Yeah. The Return of Lily Gray, for one thing. Return of, Return of Lily Gray, yeah. which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second Episode of the Return of Claire, which yes. she loved. I'm sure Flippo um, loved. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been, in between I've been, I've been very vocally it. critical of the following mm-hmm. um, lately, and I've been making, you know, having a time being like, Ugh, you know, this show. Uh, but it's, it, this was great. It kind of turned me around. What I realized tonight is that, um, you know, uh, Sean Asmore and Mike Weston is really classing up the joint with some acting there. Like, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed me some Sean, some uh, Mike Weston. You sound so surprised. No, I like... I, I, he's been acting this whole time. I know, but he's really been <laughs> For two seasons. What I he's a follower. Yeah, you know, oh. he's, a, he's been acting right. like he's a cop the whole time. What I realize is that, like, as I've been like, yeah, the following, this show's dumb. And, you know, I love I love Bacon. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love Ashmore. Yes. I love... Um, uh, 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 Valerie Curry, who is wonderful. Do you? I love. Yeah, really? I love her too. She's all right. Her short, hideous neck. <laughs> her I neck know how is much so you hate unattractive that. to me. And I love uh, Purfoy. So like you, you know, and I love um, Claire as well. Yeah, not much as Joe. But you put all these guys together, and you know, it's a great show. And I feel like that I, I, I got away from that because I feel like the storytelling got a little 
people astray. But um, yeah, you let you let you put these guys in position to do what they do, and they shine. And I'm I'm back in. I thought that was a great episode. I love the uh, the action sequence, the escape mm-hmm. sequence. I loved um, uh, the just the the emotional thread throughout. I love the 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 conflict with Mandy. I love Joe and Emma and that sort of dynamic of Joe sort of telling Emma to pimping him out, if you will. Yes, and Emma taking care of business. Um, pimped out. I mean, it was good. Uh-huh. I, you know, and I enjoy the show. I, and I don't even enjoy it from like a campy level. Like, oh, this is kind of campy. But I, I genuinely am back in on the following. All right, cool. Good to know. I'm back in America. <laughs> Everybody, remember this moment. I'm back Braswell's in. Braswell's back in. I'm back in. He's black oh. and he's back. Oh. It's oh, true. Yeah, it's true. true. I'm both. It's okay. True. All right. You got shocked for a second. And I have a black back. <laughs> I'm going to vouch for you <laughs> on that. Until I don't know. I haven't seen your back. All right. You haven't worn any white beaters or anything around me, so. <laughs> I have no idea where that went. Julia, <laughs> tell us about Joe's back. Uh, I don't know much about Joe's back. Okay. Then tell us about this episode. But what I do you think about this black. episode? <laughs> You'd be right. <laughs> I'd be right. Um, you know, I, I agree. <laughs> what? I agree with, with Joe. I, I too, have been highly critical of this show. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with you guys on season one, so right. I was sort of making up for some lost time and some of my... Uh, some of the impressions I had from season one carrying into season two. But um, I feel like they've they've sort of evened out what they were dealing with in the beginning of this season and they've sort of focused a little bit more and now that the presence of Lily Gray is back I'm really excited about that because I think she's been lacking in the last couple episodes uh, because I love her I just mm. love her let's just be honest I love her I love the addition of her she's character great. I think she has nothing but amazingness to add to to this show uh-huh. um so I'm glad she's back. Uh, but I think that they, they've dropped some of the dead weight. They've refocused. And uh, and I'm really enjoying the trajectory of of this season now. I was I was off board for a little bit. But but I'm I I I see uh I see good things in the future for the following Ooh. now. I'm like I'm totally on board now. Okay. What about you, sir? What do you I, think? I agree mostly Uh-oh. with what both of you guys say. So you were never out. You were like in from day one. <laughs> yeah. You true. love that's I, true. I, 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 you're like you're like bathing in this the show following. when it gets campy, <laughs> it, it cracks me up. But, yeah, when it gets when it gets campy, I just love it. And when it gets cool and serious, then I really I love it right. more. So, but I will say this: the, I'm just getting tired of the cult stuff, and I'm really glad to see it seems like it's coming to an end, but Ugh. it's still annoying me. So that stuff Corbin, is still enough, I, enough yeah. of the Corbin. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the addition of you know, it's funny we talk about the addition of Lily Gray, but really she was only in the last five minutes of that episode. It yeah. was really, but the whole but it had main an plot, on us. but it had such an impact because the whole main plot had to do with her uh, trying to get her son out. And dealing with these mercenaries, so that that just shows you the impact that that this brings to the pacing of the show. It just it just adds so much more bringing Lily Gray into this as another sure. faction, which I really really love. And then uh, you know I gotta admit I, I I am curious to see what's going on with Mandy. We'll get into that as well. And you know Claire coming back. Look, you know I I thought it was ridiculous when she came in, but I'm on board. I'm on board with Claire. Obviously, it's gonna cause some stuff next week. Uh, I'm sure that uh, now that Ryan's hopelessly devoted to Claire again, that I'm sure it's going to affect what the, what's going on with him and Carrie, and who knows what's going to happen when Joe finds out. Right. But anyway, so I'm on I'm on board. I've always been on board. I will. I, yeah, you brought something that reminds me. I the, my my problem with the following in general 
is that it just feels, and this is kind of a good and bad thing because it's it, all it needs to do is really entertain us, which it does. Mm. It's entertaining whether it's campy, whether it's not believable, whatever. But my, my issue with it is this feels like very hype. It feels written, right? So it just feels like we're going to bring Claire back because this makes sense because this will cause conflict with this other. Like It just feels sort of like uh, I feel manipulated and it feels very constructive. It doesn't feel like it's a natural you know, thing that's happening. I feel like that I'm being sort of like, I'm very hyper aware that I'm watching a um, a television show that's trying to pull me in different directions. I don't feel genuinely sort of surprised or whatever. It's, that's, that's my only criticism with it. So when you talk about Claire coming back, I feel like that that's like, it feels gimmicky. It's like, oh, Claire's back. That makes sense because Ryan's sad and Ryan will be able to have conflict with her and, Carrie? Well, I think what you're saying, though, maybe is that it's um, it's not – it doesn't pertain to the storyline rather than it pertains to how they want to manipulate their viewers. Right. Like, right? Right. Does that make sense? It doesn't necessarily have to do with the storyline. It has to do with the viewership and how a story should go – how this story should go. I mean, all, look, all, everything's written. Every, all stories are sort of, like, manipulated. But this is one where I'm aware of, like, oh – this is what Kevin Williams is doing. I see what they're doing now, and I just sort of feel like I just want to be able to sit back and enjoy the ride and not feel like I'm being manipulated. Okay, I, I can kind of understand that That's a little I bit. I, I kind of understand. I don't. That think, being said, I'm very entertained. I love it. Yeah, I, I don't know if Claire coming back is uh, as manipulative, maybe because I just was so against it from the start that I didn't <laughs> fall for it. I'm just like, oh, oh God. But I'm I'm on board with it now just because I know it's gonna it's gonna cause a monkey wrench in certain things. So well, were you like that right. makes sense? Claire's alive. No. That didn't That's make sense point. to me. Yeah, that didn't make, <laughs> this, that made sense to you. But yeah, no, I get that. I totally get that. The the one thing. Well, let's get started and talk a little bit about the episode. Well, right. we, let's let's focus on the stuff that I want to just get out of the way first. Let's just right. talk about the cult. Okay, right. let's talk about Corbin. Uh, and, and and you know, the problem I have with the show is since you're talking about problems you have with the show, just I think and and this was the problem that I think some people were having the first season is the pacing went down when Joe camped out. Yeah. In his home base with sure. his followers. And at least there seemed to be a more interesting story season one, I still thought, when he was camped out with the pool table and, yeah. and Roderick and all that. Roderick there was still a little bit of fighting and everything like that. I, I still dug that more than, than the whole Micah thing. I still... I just want them to get out of there. I want to see. I want to see Joe Carroll get in the thick of it and maybe get in trouble, get almost caught by the FBI. So I'm just waiting for that to happen. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, they're they're turning up Joe Carroll. I mean, yeah. They're they're giving Joe Carroll his his mojo back because we saw him in, in the beginning of the beginning of the season. He had the beard. We saw him. He was questioning. He's a failure. Is he? Is he yeah. You know. We saw, but now he competes fully realized and has his mojo back and. And I liked like last last episode when we saw him get really angry at Ryan mm. on the phone. We saw see him. that's the stuff you want to see. That's the stuff yeah. you want to see. That's... And this episode where he, t- where he tells Emma like mm-hmm. you know he questioned me like that's the Joe Carroll want to see when he so does that. I you know I'm, I'm really interested. In, and then at the end of this one he's like Lily like he's yeah. really upset about Lily. So that that's good because you know Perfoy. I mean. Um, Joe Carroll is a co-star of the show, so I want to see him be Joe Carroll. Yeah, and, and like I said, I think they definitely set the tone for things to happen that Joe gets to leave Corbin or at least leave the base right. and start causing some uh, some friction, some of his own problems. But I guess the big thing right now for this episode at least is, and you mentioned a little bit of it, he's getting doubted. The uh, followers, in the, the cult members in Corbin for the mm-hmm. most part 
are questioning him, mainly Robert. Who Robert's seems, not buying it. Robert, who is, let's say, a lieutenant. He was pretty high up sure. in the uh, in the echelon of Corbin. He was the one who was responsible for getting Joe and Emma there to begin with because yep. he was the one who made the offer for them to come over. And now after seeing Carla, who I think he was probably screwing around with, yeah. uh, get killed by one of the followers uh, over salvation because Joe said, uh, you know, serenity is the gift you can give to the world. He was getting Angela, that uh, Corbin follower, right. to think of her deepest moment. And it was snorkeling uh, down in the Florida Keys. And, right. and pretty much, yeah, if you stab someone, it's just like snorkeling in the Florida Keys. Yeah, it's weird. And Car- yeah. And, and, and yeah, Carla, that, that, was a, yeah, that was kind of a brutal, you know, the follower was really good at these sort of a very, that was a kind of a brutal death. Like, yeah. Uh, death. Um, and Carla was cute. I'm sorry. Carla was cute. Oh, yeah, you hate to see her go because she was cute, right? Yeah, she was cute. I hate to hear, see her go. I would have liked to see seen a multi-episode uh, arc. Uh, Carla, Carla played by... No, I didn't look her up. No, yeah. <laughs> That'd be well, funny. You know, I think that... Um, yeah, one thing I've, I've said, like, is Kevin Williamson loves the stabs. High body count in this episode. So stabby, stabby, stab. so stabby this episode. When, Angela, like, when Angela stabbed Carla... Ugh. That made us all. I saw you jump. Oh, yeah, we all jumped on that one. Very brutal, a weird and it kind was of like, organic, sort of. Yeah. yeah, it was like under. It was, it was a, underneath, kind of like. Oh, oh, yeah, and she yeah. went pretty fast. Well, she, I mean, you, she you, was you tried to get stabbed into the ribs. See how fast you left. Uh, yeah, I no, wouldn't no. want that. I wouldn't <laughs> want that. What no. was that like? She went fast. Like, like you'd last longer. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'd last, I'd I last stabbed in the ribs. I would not last longer, and it'd probably be a lot more tears in yes. between, too. I'd be crying uh. and wailing, probably. So uh, I will be honest with that. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so Robert seeing all that is is definitely questioning. He's claiming that the other Corbin members are also having their doubts. Well, I think it's a testament to the fact that throughout this entire second season thus far, um, uh, our, our boy Purefoy has been misplaced he hasn't had yeah. a place he hasn't had a throne and he's a man who needs to be on top and sit atop the throne and and rule um so he's really he's also an observer on top of that um which i think is smart for mm-hmm. a man like that he needs to sit back observe understand his surroundings if he's going to take control and that's what he's done and that's why it's been a little bit wishy-washy for us i think as viewers because he's just been sitting back he's just been observing and ingratiating himself very slowly and very uh, meticulously. So when he does go to rule, he he is one hundred percent committed to it. Sure. And that's what we're seeing now. And there's it, it's it's hard to understand. And that's why it's hard for Robert to really understand. And he says people know your past. And they doubt your sincerity or something like yeah. that. Yeah, well, sincerity. Writing. And he says, don't confuse the man I was with the man I used to be. Yep. So he is creating this whole new persona, but he's doing that under, after, I don't know how long it's been. I don't know what the timeline is exactly, but however long he's been there, he's creating this whole new Feels persona. Feels like forever, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, well it does it hey, yeah, yeah. He was there longer than Carla. That's we're the there. ironic thing, actually. He was actually there longer than Carla. We're at the halfway point. We're at episode 11, right? Yes. So this is, this is a long Approximately, point. yeah. Well, listen, um, what, what I'm, I'm curious to ask you, Nando, because yes. you're the cult expert, you're the Corbin expert. <laughs> I'm the Corbin expert. Because you are the cult expert. I'm just, again, I've been trying to understand Corbin. So, like, I've been growing a beard because I'm in a cult. Yeah. You know I like that? your beard, by the totally. way. The, the world needs the to know. Numbers, I really like your I'm beard. I'm the most interesting man on Afterburn. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> With this beard. The numbers are shrinking. Like, they are shrinking in Corbin because it feels like when they show They that, keep killing members, yeah. Well, I just like this last scene Poor that Carla. show, like, when, when, when Joe's evangelizing and doing his thing and mm-hmm. talking his garbage. 
and they cut to the they cut to the Corbin followers. There's like 13 followers there. It's not that right? many. But yeah, it that, like this that is many. a full functioning like society. It was as we saw them. Now it's down to like. 12 or 13 people. Yeah. And every time Joe does a move, like, you know, a couple, when, when, he, when they killed the the uh, the cat. Oh. Yeah, they killed the cat, the cat last they week. They killed yeah. the cat, and there was a lot of winces, and like, let me out of here. Yeah. And then this time, they actually, you know, killed killed someone, uh, you know, good old poor, poor Carla. Like, there was a lot of, like, winces in the audience, in the audience mm. there. It's like, he's down to 13 to 15 people, and he's losing half of them. Like, how long can this thing go well, I'm, on? I'm willing to suspend disbelief that there are more than 12 there. First of all, all you right. figure there probably are cult members on perimeter, security watch, whatever, oh. like a typical cult type okay. thing. And, you know, maybe it's like high school. Like, this is third period, and some people is have it, gym. Is it a quality versus quantity thing? Or maybe classes. Maybe you know, people like, in the kitchen. This, I don't this know. This is the 3 o'clock This is the 3 o'clock killing class. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. This yeah. Is this, hey. This I got, is fifth period? That's my elective. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah that's an elective. <laughs> so I'm willing to. I'm going to take woodshop. I'm going to take murder. Yes. <laughs> so right. I'm willing to think that there are probably more than 12 people. But I get your All point. Right. They definitely, in between Micah doing the whole cyanide thing a couple of weeks ago in the drink, and then yeah. uh, Joe killing a couple of the members sure. and getting rid yeah. of the ones that didn't want to be a part of it. You figure they're, they're dwindling, but I'm willing to suspend some disbelief that when things start happening that we'll see more people. Also, don't forget... People are on missions. People are out. People like, on missions. And then don't forget, they had that TV report at the beginning right. uh, that, that uh, Ryan and uh, Carrie were looking at that said that Joe Carroll t-shirts and masks were, were up on the rise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's always a possibility of him getting more based on Recruits. what's out there. And yeah. also, there's people in the, in the hole or whatever, the... Uh... The dungeon. Thing. Yeah, in the dungeon, possibly yeah. still that, that maybe he doesn't trust yet. He put a lot in the hole last week, didn't he? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He put all those people in the hole, except yeah. for Mandy, because they were also questioning because he let right. Mandy go. Oh, Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Oh. But you know, this reminds me too. We'll move on in a second, but I just want to say that this kind of reminds me of. For some reason, I was thinking of like a, a transplant, like an organ transplant. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe pretty much transplanted himself as head of Corbin and got rid of Micah. And what happens sometimes when you transplant an organ? Sometimes the body rejects. The organ. Oh. So here is here is what happens when you're not careful doing a transplant. It's sure. the possibility that the actual body, right. Corbin, is starting to question and doubt him. I love that. Robert yeah. said he is. Uh, you know they they miss Micah, so they miss the old they miss the old uh, leader. So there's still a possibility for that. But again, interesting way. If you're going to doubt Joe, Joe could kill you, or Joe could just send Emma. Yeah, and his a little, concubine. Uh, little uh, yeah. you know, handle it, Emma. So, I mean, and that was a good, you know, I mean, like, like I said, I thought Robert was going to go. I'm like, uh, easy, Robert, take it easy. But Joe went another route because he needs, he's smart to know that, like, Robert, he, he can't Robert. just kill Robert because yeah. Robert's the guy. So he's got to have Robert, you know, tell Robert him, when, is Joe's his great. Link. You know, yeah, and Robert's his link. And, yeah. And, and, and would you say that Emma is convincing? I mean, she. I mean, I would. I would join three <laughs> cults. Would, would you, that's what I, I would join. I would join, cult, I, I would I would, Corbin three times. I would join a couple of cults for Emma. I, I, I mean, might yeah, join a cult for Emma. I, I think so. Emma yeah, is is, is going to convince me. But I will say that. Uh, I mean, if you're Robert, like, and you know that Emma's like always kicking it with Joe, like they're together, they're like king and queen, and all of a sudden, like Emma, all of a sudden, was like, hey, Robert, it's me and you now. But maybe that's what he's attracted to. But Robert also knows Joe from his previous 
cult from right. like original Joe Carroll days. So he knows, and he knows Emma. He knows what they're capable of and what they do. Right. And uh, he, I think there's part of him who is buying into it and part of him who's like, well, this is the way it goes. Mm. You know, this is Emma. Emma is his right man, right hand man. Yeah, gal, whatever. Got it. You maybe know, you he's go a thing. along with it, and maybe this is my chance to bang her. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. And don't forget, maybe uh, he's known Emma longer. Like you said, he's was in the cult before. Sure. So, and we noticed this before when Emma was first uh, spotted by Luke and Matt. We noticed that Matt had a little bit of a crush on Emma. So Emma yeah. is held pretty high up as one of the main followers for Joe. Right. So she, in a way. You know, it'd be really interesting. She, in a way, has her own little following or probably well, some, yeah. some I mean, serial killer, male serial killers who have a little crush on her, too. I mean, look. I mean, the, the, we, we saw what she did in, in season one. She yeah. was a master manipulatrix. Tricks. <laughs> manipulatrix. I'll take that. Uh, you know, when she had, you know, she was running threesomes and, and running, you know, <laughs> in the shower. Ambiguously yeah. straighter gay and shower scenes and this and that and the other. She was in complete control in season one. And it, she, there's, she will, we, we know that she'll do anything um, sexually or otherwise yes, for Joe Carroll. she's seductive, but she's also the the high priestess. But she cheapens you know, herself that's, doing that, too. That's the, that's the number one lady to get to. Yeah. She's right. the closest you'll get to Joe Carroll sure. as a man. She yeah. is. So unless she, Lily Gray comes has, back in the picture or unless he captures what Claire, do you mean she she's cheapens the queen. Herself? What do you, you, she what? Well, she's cheapening herself, I think, by going out there and sleeping with somebody well, to appease Joe, Joe. She's trying to, like, protect her man, Joe Carroll. Look. She, I don't know who she's trying to protect because Joe could just kill Robert. So right. I don't know, but I get it. Right. No, I get it. No, I get no, it. Because jo- if she kills but, Robert, but she, then Joe he, loses said, the cult. he loses the cult if he kills Robert. Look, I get that too. Valerie and Joe are meant to be together. <laughs> Which show are you talking about? Braswell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Sorry. <laughs> In my dreams. And, but we're talking about Emma, not Valerie. Yeah, right. And Valerie, hey, I believe, is married. And I quote, if you believe when, it, when you get Valerie it on the show. Huh? When Valerie's you get... coming on the show. I, I doubt. I mean, Valerie is actually supposed to come on the show. Uh, you may have scared her off and by she, now. <laughs> she will be on the show. She came on. She did a phoner with us last but season. But she's going to come in studio. Yeah, she she did a phoner with us last I'm, I'm going to say that she, she will either be on the phone or in studio. I'm just going to say that. I, I have a feeling she'll be on the phone. Certain yeah, certain distance required by <laughs> contract uh, with the police that will be happening. You know Valerie, what, Valerie? I would love to see you in the studio. I promise I will behave myself. You will be a gentleman. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, as a result of all of this, to wear a turtleneck. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. As a, re- <laughs> as a don't yeah, hide your helps. neck. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, as a result of all of this, well, you know, obviously Robert gets some, and uh, Mandy gets out of town. Uh, and interesting Mandy. little Easter egg. I want to I want to credit Joe yes. Braswell because yes. we paused it. I don't know if any of our, our listeners out there actually paid attention to this, but whenever you see a number that doesn't start with five five five, yeah, you should take a chance. Well, it's one of the things like you know, as a longtime television viewer, and you guys who are savvy enough to know, that, you know, we we saw when she, when uh, Mandy went on a. Uh, Fetch and retrieve, which is the the Google of TV land, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, she went, she fetch and retrieved a number. The number that popped up was a nine one seven number, which is an actual New York number. Mm-hmm. I got my nine one seven. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's, that's not a five five five. But the number is for all of you. It's a nine one seven eight two nine four zero nine one nine one seven eight two nine four zero nine one. 
If you call that number, you'll get a very special surprise from someone. We all got a kick out of it. Yeah, yes. we got a kick out of That's it. So that fun. was a cool little Easter egg that they did for us. And mm. So call that number and see so, what you get. Kids, call your number if you're international. Uh, rate Ask supply. Your Ask, Ask your parents, parents first. Ask your parents first. Yeah, rate, rate, rate supply. <laughs> <laughs> this is so... The, the, it it wasn't so fun. I feel like... Five, it was so 1980. I know, right? There's no, there's no long distance rates anymore. To vote for American Idol, call now. Right. Uh, wrong show. Anyway, Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. <laughs> so, so Mandy, Mandy, Mandy fetch and retrieved someone, which ended up being uh, Matt. Matt. Well, she fetch and retrieved, which brought her to the Baltimore Gazette, which brought her to the heart shaped box, purse. a purse, a purse. <laughs> I want to say box. I know. Box. I'm thinking Nirvana song. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But a First heart shaped purse. Can we also point out that Mandy? From Boone County, Arkansas. Can you use the is... internet? That's <laughs> yeah, she can use the internet. Okay. But she's also like the master eavesdropper. Every episode she's in, she's like behind she's a wall eavesdropping she's on invisible. something. There's probably like four episodes. And whatever catches been... her, every episode she's on, she's, she's a... doing some masterful eavesdropping. She's a ninja. She's, she's a ninja. She's an much. Arkansas ninja. And her, apparently, she's yeah. eavesdrop. And her timing is impeccable. Because right when she's, yes. she's, she seems to clum up right when they're like, and Mandy. Oh, perfect. I'm getting a little annoyed with the eavesdropping of Mandy. There you know it is. What? I said it. It's I right. said it. It's out there. She she just seems to catch the right things at the right time. She's just <sighs> good. What's what to do in Boone County, Arkansas? Mm. Okay. Yeah. But it's good to see. Actually, she she was waffling between what to do with Joe and and after the beginning of the season, when it seemed like she was definitely going to be a disciple. Sure. So now she's running to the one place I guess she felt comfortable since leaving with Joe, well, and that was with Lily and the and I her think, family. I think Mandy's a bit off a little bit more than she could chew. Yes. Yeah. With Joe Carroll, mm. it was all fun and exciting but, and away out of Boone County, Arkansas. But better a devil but, you know ooh. than a devil you now don't know. Now we're killing know. cats. I mean, what? yeah. You know, this is the too. part of the show where I break my arm patting myself on the back as usual. But oh. I seem to remember a certain prediction about uh, one episode where I said Mandy will want to go back to Lily and there'll be some some conflict there because Mandy was very excited about Lily and the, okay. and the, and the mansion and she left Boone County and she got to the mansion. This is so great. And the International House of Killers and all the, the French people. And then they went off and they joined the cult. Mandy was like, this cult is whack. Why are we here? I don't want to live in the woods. Then I she want found the mansion. Her, she found the boy, and mm. then he got killed. And she's like, what's going on? And then, you know, uh, Emma's you know, doing her thing. It's like she wants to go back to Lily, where it was good. Yeah, well, Emma doesn't want her around, that's for sure. Right. She's, comp- she's kind sure. of competition. Even even in her state where she doesn't know what the hell she's doing, she's she, still competition to Emma. She made it so. very clear, too, that, like, you know, she sees that Emma is with Joe, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a chance. So she's... Trying to get out of there, and basically she was very uncomfortable with all the, the cat situation and the killing, and she was yeah. one of the main wincers. Mm. You know, she also knows uh, Joe Carroll as the kind. He's a, he's definitely different from the kind uh, bearded guy who she knew in Boone County, Arkansas. Yeah. Mm. Even though she was very like up to speed with who Joe Carroll was. Because she was, you know, all about Joe Carroll and studied up on him, but she got to know him as one person. Now she sees him with, uh, you know, as this cult leader, which is basically a false Joe Carroll. I mean, mm-hmm. he's actually putting on an act, you know, and Mandy recognizes that, and maybe she's disillusioned. I mean, he shouldn't be worried about Robert. He should be worried about Mandy, which he is, but she's out. No, nope, she's out. But he has a connection to Mandy. You right. know, she she is a, followers, a follower of his. I mean... Mm-hmm. 
she she did what she was supposed to do. She killed her mother for him. Yeah, yeah. And that was sort of her initiation into becoming one of his followers, one of his disciples. Into but this, this world. is not a world that that Joe Carroll is used to. This is not a world that he is used to uh, to governing over. And I think he's trying to figure out how to manipulate this world. And I, she doesn't quite fit in there. Well, it's very I think it, what's awkward. interesting, too, and then we'll move on, because I, I think we spent too much time on the call, especially after I trashed this whole like Corbin thing. And I would have spent like Corbin. good 15 minutes on it. Right, yeah, but I, I will say that Joe's when Joe's talking to these followers, he comes off like a used car salesman uh, to me. He really yeah. comes off so crappy, and it's really funny that Mandy could see through that. I mean, you know, I Joe find is... it hilarious that Mandy's like, I don't like this, and she kind of doesn't. F- you could kind of sense he's not super authentic, even when he was sure. with Robert, and then Robert left, yeah. uh, and he but told Emma. Like, Emma seems to be like getting off on it. She's like, oh my man, I, yeah. I, is it just she because Emma, she's so excited no, to be she back by Emma's, his side? She loves it, or she's, is it like there he is doing yes. his thing? I don't think she believes it. Yeah. I think she just, I, I don't know. I think she believes like in the hype of him now instead mm. of like him yeah. that uh, she did before. I will okay. say Joe's uh, just preacher game. His evangelist game is is kind of whack. It's off, right? It's just when, weird. when he's like doing his own like and the blood. Balls, I'm like, oh, and I no. get, and I get that he said his mistake last season was playing too small, and he talks about Poe. Poe wasn't the answer. He's going, he's going for the number one book. Yeah, instead I mean, of going for Poe, he's going for the, yeah. the biggest book in the world, which is the Bible. Yeah, you know that everyone knows with, and he's and he's totally. reading off of that. So well, that, that being said, he's 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 definitely more charismatic than Micah, but he's still that it's whack. It's still weird. The last thing I'll say about the 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 cult before we get out of the cult is yes. That you know, I now know. I was wondering how Mandy was going to get out of there. Like it's pretty, pretty hard. It's pretty locked down. There's guns. There's gates. Mm-hmm. There's you know vehicles. Like, how's she going to get out of there? She's hitched. Well, yeah, she's hitched up, but there's only thirteen followers. Only thirteen followers <laughs> yeah. left. So they're all and in they there, were like all, talking to Joe. Yeah, so she all... just hopped the barbed wire fence and then got on the road and hitched it out. They were in right? study hall. All thirteen were in study hall. This when is she what left. a nineteen-year-old yeah. girl from Boone County, Arkansas, can like. Just crack out of the no problem, right? She's, she's a ninja. She's a ninja. She's a ninja. Okay, so let's we will get into the meat of this show, which sure. is obviously the whole uh, the whole Lily Gray uh, operation. But before I do that, Love let's just that. say that uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, thanks a lot. We, we're on iTunes. You can see us streaming on AfterBuzz TV when we perform. You can see us right now waving or on <laughs> YouTube. Uh, please, if you are uh, listening to us on iTunes, please subscribe. If you subscribe, please rate us and uh, tell us what you think. We love a certain number of stars. That number would be the number that Julia's holding up. Of course, the iTunes fives. people, yes, the, the iTunes people will not be able to see that, but they are fives. Fives. She's holding up fives. And uh, yeah, please, also uh, on YouTube, please feel free to comment. Uh, we love to read some stuff. Maybe we'll read uh, a couple of sure. shout outs so that, toward the end here. Yeah. And with Got that, em. let's go on to this. This was so cool. I saw it coming. I mean, if you heard the preview from last week, you kind of knew it was coming. But uh, we got to see uh, an attack on a bakery in Manhattan that looked yeah. very, very similar to the bookstore attack for that they were when they were going for Carrie. And uh, and I just felt it the whole way. It was just this ingenious plan from Lily Gray to get her son Luke out, which she event you know obviously discovered that Luke was uh, Luke was not dead, which we all knew because Luke's yeah. indestructible. So Luke cannot be killed. Luke cannot be killed. He's, 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 he's a damn Terminator. You can stab him. You can beat <laughs> he's him. Like, he's, he will not die. He can be slowed down, but he can't be killed. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. But uh, yeah. So very ingenious. They actually made it work where they stabbed people and then they stabbed stabby, each stabby. other and they yeah. stabbed each other apparently or they made themselves look like they were stabbed with Those superficial, superficial wounds. Again, I just keep pointing. Like, uh, 
That was brutal. Like all the stabbing and the sound effects and the sound design of the like squishy, stabby stab, stab. sound. Yeah. Stab, stab. That was a lot of stabbing noises. First of all, this was a high body count this episode, by the way. I would hate to be the Foley artist for this episode yeah, with all the stabbings. I mean, is anybody yes. like, is there other? Is there another way to die except for stabbing? Stabby, stabby. Everyone's stabbing everyone. Uh. Yeah. Well, apparently with those two guys, it was more than just stabby, stabby, because they, they yeah. ended up having guns later on. But still, sure. very ingenious, and they yeah. dressed up as cooks and got into the hospital. And then we saw, I mean, we, we lost Frenchie Girl, who was really hot, but we got Super Serena, who was actually a pretty hot girl, too. It's just amazing uh, where Lily Gray hot. gets these people. I mean, whatever, wherever the, the, the uh, super uh, villain um, follower... Serial killer school. She gets these people from. <laughs> yeah, they're all very attractive. But you know, it's funny. There's she, a beauty quota. I mean, the, the 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 International House of Killers. Yeah, it's funny though because when Lily Gray gets mercenaries or or whatever she gets, we're like, okay, she's super rich European girl. Sure. But for season one, when Joe Carroll was getting all these mercenaries and this whole you know uh, you know militia militia type of secret militia thing, we were just like, this is getting ridiculous. But Lily Gray, no problem. Well, that, that's a good. Well, that's a that's a good course correction because you know, yeah, bulletproof helicopters and and Rodericks and and bunkers. And, and we're like, how does he do secret this? Secret militaries. Lily Gray, no problem. Do you need a satellite up in space? Yeah, yeah I can do that. I can do that. She's um, I really, I really enjoyed that sequence because I really bought this whole sort of this. Um, is he British or is he South African? The the, the accent of that guy. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I I automatically go British, but right. I might be wrong. Uh, in my I head, my in my head, it's like South African, like yeah. crazy, you know, militia. But it's probably British. But I like the idea of this guy. He all, he meant business. He knew what he was doing. Uh, the whole ingenious sort of put the guns in the locker, mm. you know. And then of course the 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 very attractive nurse lady with the great bone structure who stabbed the poor girl to get her ID. Yeah, and uh, it's so and planned an, out. Stab. Yeah. Uh, is there a silencer, maybe like a little. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She stabs her. I like that. <laughs> And then uh, gets gets the ID, and that, that was a very ingenious plan. That's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. I like to see that. And they break, you know, they break old uh, Luke. Yeah, and they got out. gas masks and automatic yeah, weapons. That was, and that was cool. they got smoke the grenades. I love that operation. Yeah. That, 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 that's kind of show good. I like. It that was, was it was well played. That was really really cool. And of course, Ryan and Mike, while they're on the scene at the bakery, figure yeah. out. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, how many times good. have they tried doing this before? Where they tried using, like, I mean, they did it with Lily. Yeah. Lily was a victim in the subway attack, and she was, you know, did that so she can get closer to Ryan. So of course, they got to count. They got to count all these people and make sure everyone is accounted for, and they didn't add some extra victims by accident. I love. You I lo- know, that's a thing that they that that Lily has used twice now. Count yourself as a stabbing victim. Yeah. And get yourself admitted and sure. get your ingratiate yourself into the mix of it as yeah. a victim mm-hmm. where it's not a fatal wound because that's exactly what she did in the very first episode. And now she's uh, she's enlisting her little minions to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a good device. It's a great device. It's mm-hmm. smart. Uh, Hardy, fake stab me. Hardy. Huh? <laughs> don't fake stab me. Squish, <laughs> <laughs> squish. Please don't yes. fake stab uh, me. Hardy and Weston did a very like, I mean, I mean, like, I love these guys, but. That was very they, – they solve things so quickly. Like, Hardy's like Sherlock bringing homes, man. Yeah. Like, he's in, like, he's in there like, check the schedule. There's only three cooks there. Hospital. <laughs> like, I'm like, that was quick. Like, look out. You, it's Lily Gray. And, you know, I love him whistling each other like, yes. I'm like, I'm like huh? Because I don't even – you look at the schedule and you look at some bodies on the floor and you're off to the hospital? Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. But great – you know, I thought it was just a great, great caper. 
for yep. them to go on, and uh, and a great uh, great sequence of events. Really, sure. I just yeah. really liked seeing. That. I was very entertained the whole throughout the whole thing. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and uh, and of course, you know, I, I think uh, Mike and uh, Ryan had a couple of moments there when they yes, split up. You were very much, <laughs> you were very vocal about that. No. When I, <laughs> They they have some very like some close talking. But Ryan, Ryan and Mike were split. You take the north stairwell. I I will. I'll take the south one. And, and then Mike's like, and, Mike's like and Mike's like, be careful. And yeah, and then I said, I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> very that was really well played. Very well played. I'm, I'm still laughing about and, that. That was funny. You said that. <laughs> it was great. And then Mike goes down the stairwell. He gets down. He ends up uh, running into Serena. And and again, the women. The women that Lily Gray have uh, working for her just kick some major butt because yeah. she gave Mike a pretty good uh, she did beating beautiful and, uh, and deadly and then but then of course Mike had her at gunpoint and then, and then, then there was the NYPD I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it, you know like DOA I'm gonna call it uh, DBC from now on it's DBC Death by Cop because yeah. it cop. seems to always. Happen. We should do a kill count on Death by Cop because there have yeah. been quite a few, uh, like just random police officers, just like, oops, right. it, it just went off, you know? And again, you know, props again to Sean Ashmore in that scene because it was a very well played scene. It was, a, that it was, it was really an emotional payoff there where he had the gun. I really was like invested in the fact that he, I'm like, is he going to, because he's a little off, is he going to shoot her? Because yeah. he's, he's definitely like, the weight of his father being killed and Lily Gray's behind his father. He's like, where's Lily Gray? But he's also doing the Ryan Hardy thinking of like, she's my only chance to get to Lily Gray. So when she gets shot, he had his gun out. It was almost like he was, the way he played it was like, I'm going to shoot. Like, sorry. I, he was going to, he, he was going to shoot the, like, he was like, he wanted to shoot the cop who shot her. He was so angry. Yeah. It was just a weird emotion of like, Ugh. I'm just going to say this from now. Well, if this happens again, Mike, just shoot to maim. Just shoot to maim. That's what yeah. I would say. Just I like, agree. just shoot her in the shoulder. Shoot him in the shoulder. shoulder. Kneecap. So that when they do a lunge, then the police officer at least say, yeah. "Well, she's ma- she's maimed or he's maimed. I'm not going to kill down. him." Yeah, bring him down at least somehow. Just shoot him she to freaking like, keep him alive. I could agree me. with you more. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is that's the one thing. This is happening way too many times. I don't want to see another person die. Uh, I don't want to see another death by cop. You know, no. another suspect getting you're, death you're by my cop. only you're my only chance of knowing anything. Bang like, bang 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 Mac Weston. I'm going to play bang, the bang. suspect. You can't. I will die before you kill me. Bang, 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 bang. Ah! There we go. Why did you oh, do that? that? There we go. That was my only chance of learning any information. I was saving you. And scene. scene. Good. Okay. Well, it'll be better next time. It next better week, be. Guys. It'll be better next week. We, we, we need some more rehearsal. Marissa, are we we'll entertaining you at least? That was impressive. <laughs> How was that? That was that. Marissa, you like that? We need that some, was awesome. Thank All you, right, Marissa. Marissa, our producer. You. We need some masterpiece theater next All time right. we do that in the background. Uh, so... Uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan gets to take down uh, the big, uh, possibly English, possibly South African guy, according yeah. to you. Yes, yes. Uh, takes him down, but uh, Luke escapes, puts on a cap, and as good looking as he is, apparently he just in New York because all his New Yorkers are good looking. He's yeah. just invisible, oh, completely oh, all invisible. All his New Yorkers are good looking. All his New Yorkers are good looking. He just put a cap me. on, and he just yeah. looks like every other New Yorker. I, you know, so, Luke's, Luke's, uh, you know, I don't know his um, hubris, his. His confidence, mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you doing here, buddy? Well, he knew. He knew. <laughs> I know, uh... but it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So but Ryan did take out the take out the big baddie and Luke somehow made it out limped out of there. Mm-hmm. Um As I mean, he always does, because he is indestructible. I mean he's moving pretty fast for a guy who went through went through. I know some time has passed, but you know, anyway, he got out. He got out. He although he does seem a little worse for wear. I think he's he's very grateful that he got out. And then we've got to see some really tender moments between Ooh. Luke, Matt, mm-hmm. and Mom. Kind of you actually were like wanting them to kiss, yeah. But all, both of you guys were screaming for them to kiss. No, when, uh, no, we, no. It was you know, <laughs> it was very uh, Bates Motel ish incestuousy, you know. And they, there was a very long embrace by the brothers, mm. and a very very long telling gaze in each other's eyes. Well, there's no doubt that they're and a, and a cheek uh, stroke, a double cheek stroke. Their their approach to relationships, whether it's familial or or not is, yeah. is somewhat skewed yeah. and not really in the realm of normal. Yes. And Julie was like, make out, make out, make out. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I didn't, I, wasn't. I didn't really I notice in the beginning who initiated the, the touching, but we know that Matt has a problem with, uh, people touching him at least before he acknowledges them. Except for his brother. Except twin for his brother, brother, I guess, because they're 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 twins. They're twins. They're, they're sure practically DNA. the same person. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I yeah. guess it Don't. was just very you no. Know, you're I, not going to go there. Okay. Nothing. All right. Good. So and just and, and just the look of of their their quote unquote mother watching them watching the caress each other's faces and, then he jumped, and being and then, so proud. And after and then, they broke out hey, of their Ma? yeah, well, I, I, after they broke out of their love <laughs> trance, like he's like and mother, and they run to each other. And Julia was like, three sub, three sub. I wasn't. <laughs> she, so Julia, definitely very, very Julia. into this whole show. I mean, very into this whole show. Well, they are kind of hot. <laughs> All of them are kind of hot. <laughs> the, the, the mother, twin son, three sub on the, on the following. I Not to be outdone things. by season one shower. Not know. to be outdone. I, I still think Gay season one. bisexual threesome. I still think that was a little hotter. Although, uh, you know, it Jessica Stroud's pretty hot, but still, yeah. Included but, Emma. Uh, <laughs> included Emma, that's why. I'll have to why. weigh my pros and cons on that one. I'll come back to you next week. Right. Okay. hotter, all right? Okay. Sure. Okay. Yes, Julia will be the expert on threesomes yes. here. Uh, so <laughs> spread that around. That sounds, yeah. Actually, it's now been spread all around the internet. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Flippo's a drunk, and Julia's into threesomes. There we go. You, you, we YouTube, uh, you guys. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be blushing. I tune in. I tune in YouTubers. Yes. Breaking news. YouTube, please feel free to ask Julia. Uh, all right, yeah, just having a little fun at your expense. Sorry, you. I apologize for that. The one thing that we do find out now that uh, Luke is out, uh, of course, now the media, I guess, can report on everything that's going on. So yes. Joe Carroll now knows about Lily right. and that she's out there trying to fake Joe Carroll attacks that might, you know, destroy his plans. And, and can we talk about our, our evangelist, our real evangelist, our, our Joel yeah. Joel Olstein? Mm-hmm. Look-alike guy. I mean, we know super the real-life super evangelist Joel Olstein is a guy who I'm sure everyone knows. You've seen him. He's always smiling, and he's a super evangelist. This guy is definitely this actor is definitely doing him right. Mm-hmm. Like he looks, character Kingston Tanner. Kingston, Kingston Tanner. Tanner, Pastor Kingston the Tanner. He's a full. Oh, he's a full-blown Joel Olstein. But uh, yeah, like he looks like I don't know what's going to happen with him, but he's definitely they're definitely like. You know, ramping him up as an adversary. Well, this is Joe's sort. attack on religion, or right. at least on on being the salvation over other right. religions, and oh. and this guy's attacking Joe Carroll in his sermons anyway. So yes. uh, perfect, 
perfect foil for uh, Joe right now. Well, what's interesting about that? Well, I'll save it for predictions. Never mind. I'll, I'll okay, but one thing one thing that seems certain is that Lily uh, using these attacks and pretending to be part of Joe Carroll's cult, or or using these staging these attacks to to make people think that Joe Carroll's attacking could ruin his plans because obviously Joe now has a very concise thing that he wants to do, which is he wants to be the salvation. He wants to save the world through, right. through this, uh, through his Corbin cult. Sure. And, uh, and he wants to be the next Messiah and he doesn't need pretenders out there, uh, mimicking him, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, so obviously he's, he's going to want to go after Lily as well. So, but it looks like based on the, uh, Based on previews, it looks like it'll it'll probably wait until after he goes after the good old pastor who has been defaming him, Pastor Kingston. So uh, I think did we hit just about everything? Oh no, we did. We missed one important thing. If I was San Flippo, I would have I would have freaked out at this. Uh, The return of Claire again. Come on, Claire. Claire somehow convinced (laughs) the Witsec guy. What was his name? Brad. uh, Brad something. Uh, Brad Daniels. Brad Daniels. That's Brad right. Daniels Brad Daniels from, Wit- from Witsack. Convinced him that she absolutely positively needs to see Ryan Hardy. That's needs good. to see him. When, in the, can we do a reenactment? There's the re- no way you get out of here. Oh, but I have to see Ryan Hardy. All right, this once. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was, I mean, I'm, you know. I'm surprised I had to play Claire I mean, you, and Julie didn't jump up at well, that, you, but that's you, fine. You would think that Brad Daniels was Joe. I was going to do that. <laughs> you would think that Brad Daniels was Joe Sanfilippo. That yes. was the only way. There you <laughs> go. Joe's like, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Claire. Whatever you want, Natalie Z. I'm sorry, Claire. Whatever I'm Joe Samlipo. Was that your Joe Samlipo? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good Joe Samlipo. I don't know. It's like a Seinfeld. <laughs> so, uh, but, well, th- there are some provisions, though. Yes. The provisions are, so which could be important, uh, that Claire's son, who we have not seen at all this season. Joey. Joey. And her mom, because Joey's staying with her mom because the whole world, I guess, believes yes. Claire is dead. But I'm guessing Claire's been able to see them somehow um, under some guise. But at least they get moved to a secret location that Claire will not know where they are. Yes. And the only way Claire can see them again mm-hmm. after she sees Ryan Hardy mm-hmm. is to go back into Witsec. They will not reveal the location of her son and her mom until she goes back into Witsec. So that's the one provision. She, does it. she lose her son, or does she lose Ryan Hardy? I have to talk to Ryan. Yes. Oh. I have to talk to Ryan. There it is. <laughs> God. No, you don't. So, so <laughs> there we go. That was good. That was, good. That was actually really that good. good. You should have been You should have been top gun acting, by the way. Yeah, it was top, top gun, gun acting. acting. <laughs> Thanks, that was top gun acting. Top gun All right. So, uh, so, of course, you know, this was at the very beginning, and then right after that scene that we saw where she convinced uh, Brad uh, to uh, Daniels to uh, yes. let her go see Ryan Hardy, we see, of course, Ryan in bed with uh, Carrie. So we see that relationship is uh, flourishing. I mean, is there, is there, I mean, I don't know. I, first of all, there, there's either one of two things are going to happen to Carrie. Mm-hmm. Either A, she's going to betray Ryan because she's a, you know, it's bad person. Nature. And it's in her nature. It's Maybe in her nature. she's a follower. Right. Or whatever. I don't know if she's a follower, but she's okay, in her nature to be a deceptive. Or B, you know, because everyone close to Ryan Hardy dies, she's going to die. But either way, she's dead, right? Like, eventually. Carrie doesn't survive. Well, eventually. How long does she last? What's the over-under? Look. <laughs> We're episode 11. I would say, I would say. 13, 15. 18. Yeah, okay. I got, I got, I got 15. You got 15? I, I got, got 15 or under. 15 or under? For Carrie, a living. 
Oh, I don't think she's long for this world. I mean, that was part of my prediction. But We're I episode think 11 that, now. What do you think? I think that Ryan's been playing her this whole time. That was part of oh. my prediction today. So if, okay. if when we get to predictions, well, we'll just know that but, I have one. Uh, yeah. But I will say. You're calling me out on it. That's what I got to say. I think he's okay. been playing her. But Carrie, but Carrie did have a couple of moments with Ryan this episode. I mean, she even said when uh, she went to see him at the end of the whole um, Luke getaway, she said, I heard you were a hero. Stop doing that. It's very stressful to me. Right. So yeah, she yeah, is showing yeah. a little more compassion. She's, he's her source. Okay. Well, I, I think she'll eventually turn, but I think she genuinely cares for him. But at the right. end of the day, if it's between him and a really good exclusive Do you think story, he genuinely right. cares for her. No. No. Well, now now that he sees Claire's alive, yeah. absolutely not. It's going to be really interesting to see him how he pushes. How do you think uh, he'll? Do you think he'll? Will there be a reaction with him and? Uh, and him and Weston, or will they be like, I understand what you understand, buddy? Well, notice Ooh. notice how Weston was like, I can explain before she even right. comes out. He's like, oh my God, oh. it's with the guy. I can explain, Ryan. I can explain. Right. I, I still explain this. Well, just just when they like, you know, they had that whole, you know, they were they started like bonding again. Rocky, and they just started bonding again. I have to say, I love these last two episodes, this whole like, you know, Weston and Hardy back in the saddle. Like, I, I love the idea of these two guys as partners. And they had all, all those tender moments in the car when he's like, the universe, buddy. The universe has our back. Mm. Whatever. What do you say? No, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, uh, when we when we get all this done, oh. we're gonna have a life we're because have a the, life. Universe yeah, the universe yeah, owes us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Ryan can see a life possibly with Claire. Now that he sees Claire's there, so that's gonna be really interesting to see. I wonder how he'll react. How he's gonna react to see if Claire actually goes back into Witsec and to see if Ryan is gonna want to go with her or just keep her around or, or how Ryan's gonna play into this. Right. And of course, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen when Joe finds out? Because you know that's gonna be a oh, big yeah, one. Joe. That's gonna be a shitstorm. That's yeah. gonna be one. Yeah. So. Uh, and then what Emma will do when she finds when Joe freaks out over Claire being mm-hmm. alive, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. All the women, all the women are gonna go crazy once they find out that they're uh, Claire's alive. Wait, one last thing. Yes. Uh, Special Agent Jeffrey Clark liaison to Director Franklin. <laughs> yes. Do we trust this guy still? Wait, who? Jeffrey Clark. Special he was... Agent Jeffrey Clark liaison to Director Franklin. He's the one that was accompanying Ryan and Mike throughout yes. the bakery, and then they went over to oh, uh, the hospital yeah. together. I, I I can't get a read on him. All right. I can't get a read on him. I don't trust him. I'm Mike's on, a follower already. We don't need two followers. I'm on record. Yet. It'll be Mike and yeah, it'll be like this. We already got one follower with him. So, like I said, I still say Mike's a follower. Oh. Anyway, let us uh, let's let's do some shout outs really quick. Yeah. And news. Let's do our news bumper. We do our shout outs for that. TV news. Uh, shout outs. We have a lot of folks. Uh, Charlotte Sophia SF. Thank you very much. Uh, Bridget Shea. Wardstone. Wardstone. Who, Wardstone, I'm sorry. British David Wardstone who um gave you an angry black man. She did. She 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 gave me an angry black another angry black man to follow on another show. Uh <laughs> and she's right about that. Dave, uh one five five five, our guy, uh Stephanie Swain, uh Miss Lean, Terry Pitnick, Lucas Bazo. Uh, Daniela Graf from Germany. Yes, from Germany. Um, <laughs> I'm having an interesting conversation with. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm gonna call it out. Oh, uh, fine. Whatever. It. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, Daniela Graf. Nando would like Nando single. <laughs> He's an American who Sporting likes German. Sporting a Germans. sexy beard, ladies. I like it. Uh, He's looking good, uh, y'all. Boy, <laughs> Boyd Lester. <laughs> Boyd Lester. Thank you very much. Uh, Jeffrey Totter. Trotter. Jeffrey Trotter. Trotter. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. Uh, and Fode S? I don't know who you're looking at. I don't know. Either. I just see Boyd Lesher. Did we mention that? Stephanie Swain. Mm-hmm. 
And there was nobody on iTunes guy. this week, I thought. It was just a one from last week. So yes. anyway, yeah. Thank you all very much for listening and commenting, and please do so. Uh, you know, the following is, we. you know, we we have a lot of followers. Yeah. We love and we, we, we love this show. It's this fun. is the first show we did yes. and um and we and we love this show and as much as we like, you know, like to have fun with it, we really love the show. We love we love uh it's all with affection and love. If and we, we if we critique the show a little harshly it's because we really do love it. Yeah, we yeah. love you guys and thank you so much for listening and following us for all of these um months. Absolutely, sure. That's all. So that's it. I believe that is it for our news and gossip. So let's move on to some predictions. So, Joe, yes. I say don't give your prediction until Julia does it first. Uh, oh. okay. All right. Well, I've already given a slight piece of a prediction mm-hmm. uh, she just talked about. Um, I think that uh, Joe is going to go on the hunt for Mandy. Okay. Because he's going to be... Uh, on one hand, he's going to feel completely betrayed because mm-hmm. that was like his little daughter, his little baby. On the other hand, she's a loose cannon. He doesn't know her all that well, so he needs to uh, contain that. And I also think, and this is uh, a few episodes in the future, I imagine that once the fact that Claire is alive comes to light, I think she's going to be target number one for Lily Gray because in in uh, in capturing her, that's two birds with one stone because you know that Hardy and Carol are going to go full force to save her. So if she has her, they're both going to come to Lily. That makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. A lot of sense to me, too. Yes. Boom. Who has predictions? Me. You. It's rare. It's a rare guy. No. You're, like, you're, 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 you're a <laughs> Boom. Me. Yes. <laughs> I love to give yourself props. I never do that. Breaking my arm. Patting myself on the back. Go. Pat, you still in the black pack? Oh, yes. Yes, it's okay, totally. That's callback, yes. Uh, <laughs> nice callback, by the way. And scene. Callback. Callback. Um, me? Predictions? Yes, sure. Oh, Why not? I love this. My, my man, Kingston Tanner, this, uh, this this introduction of Kingston Tanner, this Joel Olstein mm-hmm. guy, I think that they're, uh, I think that Joe, because Joe's been very cool about moving from thing to thing, I think his next move out of this uh, Corbin cult Will be something to do with Kingston Tanner because Kingston Tanner, he, he's a big time evangelist who is reaching a lot of people. And I like the idea that he's anti Joe Carroll, he's reaching a lot of people, but somehow I feel like either he's gonna be in league with Joe or Joe's gonna, some kind of way, get all of the mass followers to, to, all of Kingston's followers to sort of be in, involved with Joe. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I feel like Kingston Tanner will either either Joe will kill him and like do a uh, um, like what he did to Micah. Yeah, do a Micah on Kingston Tanner and then have a larger platform to speak from, mm-hmm. or they're in league together. Something's up with Kingston Tanner, but all I know is Kingston Tanner is an evangelist. He has millions of people listening to him. And I like the idea of Joe Carroll having that platform and that pulpit is really scary, and that was a good way to get into season three. So I don't know how that's going to happen. Interesting, but I think that there's something to do with that. It's that's a pretty my, wild stretch, I would good. say. You know what? I would say it's a little wild stretch. I like it. All right, cut, cut to, I like it. Cut to me in the season finale, patting myself on the back again. Okay, all right. Apparently, Smash we're going to make cut. that a segment. We need, we need to get some cut. special music for for Joe Braswell when he pats yeah. himself on the back. It's going to be. We need to find that. We need to find Joe Braswell pat back the theme music. Song. A theme song. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll find one. We'll pat, find pat, one pat. for you. Maybe right. maybe it'll be some uh, Britney bag. Spears or uh, some Bieber. Um, dirt on your yeah, dirt on your shoulder. Some Jay Z. Okay. Right. I think here's what I think. I based on what we saw <laughs> closing the book on your prediction. <laughs> for those of you on iTunes who heard that noise, that was Sorry. Joe Braswell closing the book on his prediction. Uh, my prediction. Uh, if you saw the clips for next week, we definitely see uh, Mandy with Luke and Matt, and and I would think that Mandy would become a good soldier for Lily Gray, but I actually feel based on what I saw there, I could see that she realizes it's a mistake, that mm-hmm. this is not the family that she really wants, and because Mandy just can't have oh, nice things. Oh, by the way, if you're watching us on video, <laughs> Marissa, oh. our super producer, pet, pet, pet. just found a nice little Joe Braswell pet, pet, pet. Uh, graphic for... She looks just like me. She looks just like for those of you who are colorblind, looks exactly like Joe Bradley. Uh, so you, uh, you were saying Mandy, I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think that Mandy, right I think Mandy just can't have nice things. So I think that Mandy oh. is going nice to, things. she doesn't deserve nice things. So I think she's going to actually kill one of the brothers. Well, Ooh. there was a, that's a, that's a hot prediction, by the way. Mm. And we saw the little bit of that spin the bottle. Yeah. You know. But you see her, she saw that one little scared look on her face. So I think yeah. she's going to realize it and she's going to end up killing one of the brothers. I, I agree with you. I think Mandy's not to be underestimated. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Mm. I think I think it's think, time for Mandy to go. No, Mandy's, she's not going anywhere. I think Mandy's going to have a meteoric rise. And I'm going to do a double prediction here. Uh-huh. I think that Mandy and I, I predict a Mandy uh, Emma alliance. Really? Yeah. No. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is a, this is a no. bonus, special bonus prediction. Mandy Emma's Emma Alliance in the wake of Joe's obsession with Claire, who he when he finds mm. out she's alive, Emma's like, I've had it. I like that special. Emma I can Mandy see that. Alliance. You're gonna need. You're gonna need a new back with all the padding that you do. I mean, my back's gonna be padded. <laughs> Padded raw, <laughs> padded raw. All right. So, uh, Julia, if yeah. we wanted to look you up at some point during the week, how else could we find if you? If you feel the desire to find me and follow me, I implore <laughs> you to find me on Twitter and Instagram. Just at my name, which is Julia Carely, which is spelled J U L I A C E A R L E Y. So please find me and follow me. And Mr. Braswell, if people wanted to pat your back, where would they do that? <laughs> Two places. <laughs> Not just the back. One. Well, the place? third place is my first place is my back. Okay. The other two places are Instagram and Twitter. Both okay. at Joe K. Braswell. Joe K. Braswell, Instagram and Twitter. Okay. And uh, Mr. Sanfilippa, who is usually here, mm-hmm. uh, fawning over uh, Natalie Z, uh, yes. Claire. You can find him on Twitter at Joe Flippo, which is J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O, I believe. You can His find website. me at Joe Flippo. There we go. That's our Joe Flippo And my website at josephsanflippo.com. And you can find me also on Twitter and Instagram, if I ever use Instagram. I think I just haven't put a photo in a while. Uh, at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can find us, all four of us, uh, on multiple shows here on AfterBuzz, including Hannibal, the Blacklist mm-hmm. and Bates Motel for at least the, the guys, mm-hmm. and I'm then uh, and then I'm supposedly doing um, a couple of shows coming up. So Orphan Black and hopefully something else. So uh, yeah, too. and you guys do the Americans too. So please keep checking on AfterBuzz and rate us all and uh, let us know how you think. And of course, congrats! Uh, thanks a lot to our producer, our super producer, Marissa Serafini. Uh, of course, guys. Yes, we and until next week, I love you guys. I love you. We all love each other. It's a love fest here, and we will keep loving each other till next week. So tune in then. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.